0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Act Development Podcast. My name is Tyler. You may know me from the Review 2 Podcast. And here with me, as usual, will be John. Hi, uh, my name is
1: John. Yeah, this is my first time doing a podcast. So let's see how we go.
0: Uh, so, um, who are we, and why should we be telling you how to develop your act? Well, I've been out of the game a long time, so maybe I shouldn't be telling you how to develop your act. When I was 18 years old, I was uh, singing in pubs and clubs and doing bits of cabaret and karaoke here and there. Um, and since then, I have always, I suppose I've always felt a bit bitter <laughs> that my career didn't go a bit better. And I do wish that I had something like act development around to help me develop my act. You know, that's that's the name of of the company and the podcast and really that's what we want to do if you're a small act we want to help you to become a bigger act and
1: well I think the, uh, the bottom line is we had a conversation didn't we um, a few weeks back and we decided that a podcast would be a great thing to um, help people um, get the information out there and you've got a pretty successful podcast already haven't you with uh, Review U2. Uh, review 2 A review too, (laughs) so
0: It's so successful that no one can pronounce the name. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do currently? So basically, I've been
1: an entertainer for 17 years. I graduated with a theatre studies degree back in 2001. I acted for three years, um, did various TV, film and theatre. And then since then, I've been a professional singer, mainly doing weddings over the last decade. Um, but I I do various corporate events, weddings, um, all sorts, really. Um, I'm also a compere. Um, I run quiz nights. I've done everything from pubs, cruise ships, weddings, um, all the way through to performing for a sir. Which, which sir was that? It was Sir Bob Murray.
0: Well, we all know him.
1: Yeah, of course we do. No, yeah. he's over in uh, he's over in the northeast. He was actually very successful with, uh, I believe, kitchens of all things. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. I know.
0: Yeah. Um. So that's that's who we are, and and as John alluded to, these are co- these conversations are conversations that we would have anyway.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we've um, we've had discussions over various things about pricing for acts and whether certain singers should trying to do a different market or tailor towards a different market. I mean, you were saying that you, you were performing back when you were 18, but, you know, we want to kind of delve into why Why did you stop? You know, what, what made you go and get that proper job and, and can we avoid other entertainers going down that route if there's some way that we can actually help them um, achieve what they want to achieve in the business as opposed to maybe getting a bit disheartened, not earning enough to actually sustain it as a living and, you you know, I think that the one thing that many people try and do is they, they keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. It's that famous Einstein quote um you know, doing the same thing and expecting a different result, um, you know, it's absolute madness. So um, I'm not sure how that's absolutely paraphrased from what he said. <laughs> but, um,
0: that's not verbatim.
1: No, it's it's a case of um, making sure that people have the tools to um, be successful and and aren't scared to ask for help.
0: Yeah, there are there are pitfalls and there are bad habits that everybody falls into. And there is a, a quote that I heard recently from uh, Jimmy Iovine, famous American producer, um, ego is the enemy of ambition, and I think that's so true. A lot of people are so scared to ask for help, and that is why we're here. Um, we want to stop people falling in those pit, hole, pit holes, and we want to kind of push you in the right direction and have a little bit of fun, you know, with, with what we're doing anyway.
1: And something else that we discussed before we started the podcast was that it's quite a closed book. As far as entertainment's concerned, it is ego-driven. So most people are like, well, I know what I'm doing because this is me, I'm an artiste. But the problem is, is actually, you might as well learn from other people's mistakes and there are a
0: lot of mistakes to learn from absolutely so
1: we might as well all you know club together get the information um out there and and help each other i mean we're both open to you know advice and help when it comes to uh, performing and i don't see why anyone else should be any different you know i think at any level of your career if you look at some of the best singers in the world they still have vocal coaches yeah you know so so why do they do that? It's a muscle. We're always there to learn, and I think that's really important to remember.
0: Lady Gaga does three or four hours on a treadmill singing a day. <laughs>
1: Have you been watching her?
0: <laughs> I, I, I I was told about that, um, and then and it's pretty, really impressive as a, as a singer and not a physically fit man myself. <laughs> that's quite that's quite a a feat to do that every single day on a treadmill while singing. it's... That's crazy, but I really I think I think more of Lady Gaga now because I know she does that.
1: She has the skills on the treadmill. Is that is that the the point you're making? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think if you th- if you imagine how how energetic her shows are, it just singing in a room um, wouldn't be a realistic rehearsal for her performances. Yeah. When she's on stage, it's a full energetic dance routine um, show. So. I suppose it's a way of her doing it without having a full stage with backing (laughs) dancers running around the room.
0: (laughs) You know, you think of her predecessors, the the Madonnas and the Kylies of the world, who were quite often criticised for uh, lip-syncing. You never hear that said of Lady Gaga because she's in peak physical condition and she she knows how to get her act across.
1: I think it's something that most people don't realise is that she's actually an incredible musician. Yes, If yes, you yes. if you actually search her on, on YouTube, you can find certain um, songs where she, she's playing the piano, for example. Um, but she's she's incredible. She's yeah. a great uh, songwriter.
0: But we're not telling you to go and buy a treadmill or go and get a gym membership and start singing, because unless you do that at about three o'clock in the morning, you're going to get some very strange looks. Um, but we are here to help you, and each week we're going to take one topic... Um, and if you want us to talk about a certain topic, then get in touch, and we'll we'll put that in the pipeline and get that talked about. This week, we're going to focus on um, a social media post by one of John's friends, who uh, is a. Can we name her? I think we can. I, I actually asked her.
1: Um, um, <laughs> okay. I saw. Um, I'm actually going to find the actual post so I can I can read out exactly what was said. Now, um, my friend, um, she's called Carly Stenson, and um, she had a. Uh, a very successful uh, career in performing and um, she was on Hollyoaks and she's currently playing Fontaine in Les Mis down in London along with another friend of mine Dean and um, so it it's so often comes as a surprise when you've got someone so successful who's who's doing really well that I wouldn't say peak of a career because I don't know how far she's going to go. You know, at the minute it looks like the peak of a career, but you know she could keep going on further. She's and further. on top of her game. Well, she's she's a true profes- professional and a really nice person. You know, one of them people that you really want to do well. Yeah, you know, she's not a prima donna in any way, shape, or form. She's one of these people who's worked really hard to get where she is, um, and genuinely nice person. So when I saw this post, um, I, I immediately jumped to um, sort of offer advice, and I thought it might be something. It must be something that many other people are asking, especially if they're not as successful as as Carly is, and um, because. Everybody needs to get out there and be um, be seen and noticed to get the work. So this is the post. It says, quick question. Um, would you say having your own website as a performer is a must anymore? If you have Twitter and Instagram, you use as work as well. Okay, so quite a simple post. Um, and we are in in the dawn of, of social media. It's, it's certainly on the rise. We don't see any dropping off of um, social media as a whole. But I think we do see um, a lot of change in social media. I mean, yeah. if you think back um, when you were performing, um, I bet you had a MySpace page.
0: No, I um, Facebook. Facebook. I had Facebook, and that was always my preferred. <laughs> I think when Facebook was became popular, that was the death of MySpace. Oh,
1: absolutely. And I'm I think, I'm I'm probably just presuming you're a similar age to me, which you, you're obviously not, because uh, MySpace <laughs> was was definitely the only place to be when uh, when I was starting out.
0: You see, uh, from my memory, MySpace was had such a short shelf life. It was around for such a short amount of time that everybody of all ages seemed to be on Facebook, and that continued to you know go on, and more and more people signed up. Whereas MySpace was targeted at young adults. And teenagers. It
1: seemed very much geared towards musicians and bands. Um, that was that was my sort of um, outlook on it. And um, when I set up the MySpace account, um, it it was it was where most venues or bookers were looking. To find new talent, it was a bit different to Facebook. It wasn't so much as the social media s- side of things for me, and maybe I was using it differently. Um, but I was definitely focused more towards promoting my entertainment uh, side of things. There's another one um, called Reverb Nation, which is is great for um, bands and musicians. Um, but yeah, Facebook, I think that's that's actually you know the dominant force in social media, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I do find though that most if you if you look at celebrities, it's all about this their instagram at the moment isn't it
0: yeah which i'll be honest I'll throw my hands up i don't get instagram
1: i don't i think it's uh, much more <laughs> female driven um, and that sounds like a you know big generalization there but i i'm just not interested in looking at other people's pictures am i am i weird is that me
0: a strange one i don't take that many pictures so I've, 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 maybe it's just maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe it's just a personal thing. But the, the Instagram—I have Instagram, but I don't really understand it. Well, from my—I don't understand what it's there for. I think it's more like a um, a visual blog.
1: I would say Instagram is much more that it's like look at what I'm doing, and then the person who creates that Instagram um, account can look back and and see various places they've taken a selfie. That's that's pretty much what and what food they've eaten that day. Yeah, I try not to put myself in the picture.
0: Right. Because I think that makes it more interesting. What? Having you in the picture? No, if or if there's a having... land if there's a landscape that I'm taking a picture of, um, then I want I want to see the landscape. I don't want to see my ugly mug <laughs> stood there looking at it. Um but the question is, do Axe need a a Facebook page. Now, this is quite a professional person we're talking about. Well,
1: on this one, she's asking, "Does she need a website?" A website. Yes, um, sorry. I, I think it's an absolute must. I think if you if you want to be a professional performer, you've got to look at the big picture, and and where do you aim to be? Um, you know what what are you aiming for? If if your aim is to to sing sing in the the Red Lion for the rest of your life, then maybe you don't need a website because you can always just walk through the door of that pub and ask for a gig and as long as you don't do a terrible gig you, you're likely to get rebooked yeah and um, the thing is if you want to progress your career you need to have somewhere that is constant you know it's where people can go and find the information about you that will, will, will sell you and your services. Um, social media in my
0: opinion, is a way of driving traffic to that hub of information. I I agree. Yeah, the the goal of social media is to get people to that website. That's where you want them to be. Yeah. That's That's where you get all the unadulterated information. And I think the key thing about a website is you have sole control over what you put on there. You can put something on Facebook and Facebook can say, no, I'm not having that and I'm going to take that down. And at two o'clock in the morning, when
1: you're drunk out, <laughs> you're never going to post something on your website. You know, it's not it's not going to be one of them posts <laughs> Oh, I wish I'd not done that. You your website is your, your truly professional hub. That's that's where you show off your services and you at your best. Yeah. And I think the the key is like we were just alluding to with with MySpace and Reverb Nation and, and the early days of Facebook. I mean, Twitter, that's something that the news channels use and it's a very, very busy feed. Um, just to go slightly off track, our school that, that my kids go to, they set up a Twitter account. And they were wondering why nobody was um, engaging with them. It's like, well, how many of these parents that have a, let's say, an inverted commas, normal job, have a Twitter account? Because Twitter is very much, in my in my experience, it's a very noisy platform. It's where you tell everyone about what you're doing and don't
0: really listen. You see, know, my, it, my experience of Twitter is different to that. I think uh, Twitter's... I, I, and i'd love twitter but I'm, and i'm gonna but i'm gonna come across as uh, i'm not gonna get many retweets for this but i think it's almost a very lonely place because <laughs> it's where people go to have a conversation and i do it all the time i'll ask a question on twitter and 20 people will give me 20 different answers but it, it it's a pl- it, it's better than facebook because it's a little bit more for that particular purpose it's better than facebook because it's a little bit more anonymous. You don't have a big profile picture of yourself and you know, here's me and where I went on holiday. It doesn't work like that. It's 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 being uh, Twitter's all about being part of a conversation, something you're interested in. Um, it could be your favorite sports team, your favorite band. I think that's where you go to connect with other people who yeah, are like, interested in a similar thing. I do like the way that you can potentially connect with
1: um, Somebody you admire, or someone who's famous, or somebody you know, you, you could literally post about a football match and then be featured on BBC News. It's actually possible, you know, you, you could <laughs> have an engagement with a match, yes, you know, and put your, your voice across, and that could then be seen. Yeah, there's no uh, class barrier on, exactly on, on Twitter yeah you 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 can engage with people whereas facebook you have to be friends with them to tag them into things or to ask them a question or you know it, with twitter you can you can tag them into a post and you know if if they're interested they can then engage back yeah. Um, so yeah i think there is a use for each of the social medias, but I think that the the key is when you set up any social media account, the first thing they ask for is your name. Yeah. Then how you want to be visually seen. So what name of you know what is your entity? So like with us, it's um, I think it's development underscore act on um, on Twitter. Um, don't know why they switched it round from act development, but hey. Who knows what these are. Uh, Unless somebody Twitter already had do. it. No, no, no. No? Just, <laughs> they just switched it for some unknown reason. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then they ask for your website. Yeah. So they want your email address, your, your phone number, and your website. So if you're using it as a business. So why would they be asking for it? You know, it is because they see it that you should be engaging with your website. You should be promoting your website through it. And that's where you know, if if for example you were you were looking at booking a wedding singer and you see their Instagram feed and you say, Oh, that looks it looks really good fun when they're you know, when they're doing that wedding. But all you're seeing there is the photograph of a particular wedding, whoever they've tagged in it, and then the hashtags that they've tried to get noticed. So, you know, if they put hashtag wedding entertainment, they're hoping that anyone looking for wedding entertainment will type in hashtag wedding entertainment and find all the posts that are relevant to that. Now, if they were going to book you, are they going to just take that picture as you're an amazing entertainer and book you through your Instagram? Chances are, no. The next thing they will do is type into Google, X singer how do i get into wedding singer with these or whatever yeah. you know um, I'm, I, you know i don't want to use let's let's use mine you 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 would then type in john norcott wedding singer to google and that will then show my website yeah it'll then show any other site that's linked to me any other um like facebook reviews it'll show up my social media accounts and various other agents that i'm working with so that would then give them an authority that that's then saying okay this is, this is how he projects himself. When you Google it, you then find out what other people are saying about him, and you'll also
0: find the website, which is, the, you know, that is home. That's, that's where... I think that's key. Google is still king. If you're going on the internet and you're looking for anything, you're going into Google. And you, the, the, if, you might get the Facebook page. Out of the two of them, what are you going to click on? You're going to click on the official website or the Facebook page one seems a little less professional. Yeah.
1: And I think the other thing is, you, you mentioned yesterday when we were having a quick discussion about how we would go ahead with this today. um, And you mentioned it's so easy to set up a social media um, profile. Yeah. And there are many, many profiles that are, are not legitimate. You know, um, there are many footballers who the, the people have taken their name before they've gone on there and they're sharing posts as if they are that player. Now, the key is, when you have the domain attached to it of the official website, then you can then you know it's the genuine one. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, they could still put the genuine website on a fake social media, but at least when you click through to that website, it's it's going to be the genuine website. Nobody's going, well, you presume that nobody's going to waste their time setting up a website just for the fun of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think you know web, websites are beyond that these days, and there's so many more things you can do with a website. You know, you can have your store on there. You can you can have a booking page on there. You can see when these people are free. You, you know, if you if you don't want to talk to somebody, it's like oh they're, they're already booked up on the sixteenth. Looks like I'm you know I'm going somewhere else if, if that's what you wanted. Yeah. To do, it's it's just that's like that's your shop front, and I think um. The world has changed over the last few
1: years. You know, um, as a wedding singer, um, it was always important to be at every wedding fair because if you weren't at the wedding fair, you weren't getting booked. People wanted to meet you face to face and actually I've seen a massive change in the way that people book now. It's very much through my website. Yeah. Um, you go to the wedding fair and you feel like you've actually stood there and just educated people as to what is available. And then they go and Google it. So the amount of people, you know, six months down the line saying, I think I met you at a wedding fair. Um, I was just Googling wedding singers, recognize your picture, and thought I'd check if you were available. Yeah. And you think, well, there was a time where that would have been the booking there and then at the wedding fair. They've heard you sing, they've met you, you're real, you've got a leaflet and they book once they've got the venue sorted. It seems a much more drawn out process now. They will add you on Facebook. They'll check out your Facebook page. They will look for your Instagram. They'll then go to your website. They'll listen to your songs, listen, watch your videos, and then you might get the inquiry. People are still doing the research, but they're doing it at home or on their phone. You know,
0: it, I think they're doing more research because of that. Yeah, and you know, the, fa- the Facebook and the Twitter uh, and whatever accounts. You know, if you want to put it on Spotify or or SoundCloud um, you know samples of you singing that's all the research but it, all of that should be to draw the attention back to the website it all comes back to the website absolutely the The, the purpose of social media is to it's, it's an in it's hello my name's John or my name's Sam I'm a singer this is what I do and then you go to the website to yeah. book them I
1: mean the Another thing at the moment um someone said to me recently, um because we're creating these um courses for app development, and we're looking at how to um you know the marketing for an artist and you you've kind of got to understand that it's up to the customer where they find you if you're not on Pinterest, for example, I don't understand Pinterest either. <laughs> it's another one of these things that it's like, well, if I find something that I want." I can find it again. You know if yeah. I've googled something, I've found something that I really like. Well, I'm pretty certain if I google it again, I'll find that same thing. I don't need to pin it somewhere, but it's another one of them things that some people use. So if you're not there, and that's where that customer decides to look for inspiration, you don't exist. Yeah. If you're not on YouTube and that's where they search, and let's look let's uh, just a, a hint here, is still the second biggest search engine is YouTube. It's not Bing or any of these others. The second biggest, <laughs> because it's owned by Google. I just wouldn't call it a search engine. Yeah, but that's what people do now. People will search on YouTube. If you need to change your car battery... Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You search on YouTube. You go and find out how to do it. If you if you crack the phone screen on on, on your smartphone... You can just go and find a shop that will deal with it, or you can just Google how to do it and then order it online via eBay or Amazon, have it arrive at your front door. You can do it yourself. Yeah, You you know, this this is now happening. It used to be there was a very elitist way of doing things before. You had to have an expert do pretty much anything. Now we're all bloggers. We're all... um, like we're all giving off news stories. We're
0: all, um, you know,
1: um, journalists as such. Yeah. It's not the same anymore. Yeah, I
0: mean, you just hit on something there, which is another argument that I, I believe, for having a, um, a website. It's elitism. If there are two wedding singers that I'm looking for, or two acts that I'm trying to book, one of them's got a Facebook page and a website, and one of them's just got a Facebook page. I'm going to go with the guys with a website because they're investing in themselves. They're investing in the marketing to put something out that everyone's got a Facebook account. Yeah. It's free. It's easy to set up. But if you have a website, that's going to take some of your time and some of your money. That, that to me, makes you more professional and I want to deal with the more professional person. Absolutely. Would you agree with that? Definitely. It's For me, it's... That That's
1: your shop front. Yeah. That is your shop front. And everything else is your marketing. Yes. So yeah. so that is where you should be aiming to... That's where you convert the sales. You know, you might get a booking via Facebook.
0: You might get a booking um, via one of your social media. But... I mean, you can control that. <laughs> you know, if someone sends you a private message, hey, can I book you? Go to the website. You know? Yeah.
1: It, I mean, it, the thing is, it's... Um, i I currently get messages now via text, voice like on the phone. WhatsApp I mean that drives me insane mm-hmm. I, I just got the um, the usage stats um iPhone have brought out the, uh, the on the new update it now tells you about your screen time and it's quite scary as to how um, how uh, long yeah um, I'm using my phone um now to give you an example, I own an entertainment agency as well as being a performer. In the last seven days, I had two hundred and fifty-seven notifications. So that's between Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, text messages, phone calls, voicemail, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> all the different medias. People are contacting you via each different one. And and that's it's important that you have that place. Which is the constant? Because Instagram might die out. They might have a they might have a problem with VAT. Let's say, for example, or Facebook. How many times um, they've upset the um,
0: what was the Congress it? Congress in America. Absolutely. Sen-
1: was it the Senate they upset? It was something to do with um, people's data. Yeah. Like and how they use the data and how um, you know. Let's face it. How it's quite disconcerting sometimes when you've looked at something on eBay and then the next second you. On your Facebook feed, you suddenly have adverts yeah. um, from everything you, you've looked at, you know. And, <laughs> and a friend of mine actually had a conspiracy theory, and and it's—I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, so many people have got um, an Amazon Echo, and we've also got Siri on their phones. Yeah. How many times? right now, try. No, this. I know exactly what if you're going to you say. If you say, "Do you know what I really would like?" Let's say, for example a PlayStation 4, yeah. you suddenly start seeing adverts for it. Yeah. I honestly believe I, I believe that. I I'm pretty certain Big there. brother's listening in. Um and and we are now being we're basically we're inviting, you know, Big Brother into our homes. We are literally being listened to constantly. Yeah. Um and so I don't know where I was going on that point. Um, <laughs> it, there was I think we of, went off on one, but I, 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 I agree. But, oh so that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Um what happens if That is deemed, you know, um, this whole, like, the way that they do marketing and things like this, um, Facebook could, in theory, get closed down. Yeah. Theoretically, it's a business. They could do something that, you know, I'm not saying they do anything illegal, but I'm saying they could potentially do something that wipes them, that basically they get shut down. Same could happen with Instagram. Same could happen with Twitter. You can't switch off the internet. Google will always be there. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. I mean, obviously, they have their advertising platform, but it didn't start with an advertising platform.
0: If they turned off the advertising platform, Google would still be there. It would still be there as the search engine. There's trends in what we do. You know, we talked about MySpace, and MySpace seemed like the biggest thing at one point. And there's been a few that have tried to take over. I think there was one called Twitch. Uh, Twitch is actually um, quite big now with gamers,
1: Oh really? Um, yeah, you know when um, all these kids are watching um Fortnite, they they actually watch people playing a game. It's madness to me. My 8-year-old loves watching someone called Ninja um, <laughs> on on um, Fortnite playing the game that they have on their iPad that they could go and play it, yet they watch someone else playing it. It, it for me it blows my mind, but but Switch is um yeah, it's like it. I suppose it's a bit like YouTube. It's very much more towards the live streaming and it's very much geared towards gamers. Um, but a friend of mine, um, he's a, a musician um, called Autopilot and he started using Twitch. That's the only reason I know about it because he, yeah. he, he now does a regular live feed on Facebook Live um, and he also then does Twitch Live and YouTube Live. Because the engagement rate of live videos, because they're the new thing, each of the social medias are pushing them to the top of the rankings. So he's gaining a pretty good following on Twitch. But that I I don't know how old that is, but for me that's quite a new one. Yeah, I feel like it's it's relatively new. I mean the thing is when when you actually speak to um the younger I'm gonna sound really old, the younger demographic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um younger people are using Snapchat.
0: Yeah. I, no,
1: I, I didn't get that. I mean, to me, I mean, it sounds like we're terrible with social media, doesn't it? You know, we don't understand Instagram. We don't understand Instagram, But this is the thing,
0: but that, that you find the social media that works for you yeah. and, and you should do that as an artist as well. If you find that Snapchat works to promote your business, that's fine. If you find that Facebook is better for that, that's fine. But all of them should be used for the same thing, which is to get everybody you're interacting with on that website to get you know you can't read a full article you know a full update you know say you're doing a a gig at Manchester Arena full details on the website absolutely yeah you can't put all that in a a 160 character tweet you can't you could put it all on Facebook but who's going to read it well the thing is once it's done
1: and then you know a month's worth of posts have then buried it in your news feed it's not accessible because yeah. no one's going to scroll that far down your Facebook. No. You know, I'm not important enough that someone wants to spend their time scrolling through my feed to find a, a video that I did in February. Yeah, you know, true. They're not going to, um, you know... You can't search for I, I could say to some, oh yeah, I've got a video of me singing um, Cinderella by... Uh, what's he? Something Chapman. I can't remember his name. Um <laughs> Which is a brilliant um, um, father daughter dance song for, um, for On a Wedding. Right. If I was to say, oh, well, go on my Facebook, I shared it months ago. That's never going to happen. Yeah, it's that, it's They're not going to scroll through to isn't it? To find it's it. Right there. Whereas I could say, go to the videos page on my website. Yeah. It's there. Easy accessible.
0: So when would you set a website up? I think the
1: second that you've gotten the idea of of, of creating an act. So let's say, let's say we're talking about an eighteen-year-old and they've come out of college. They want to earn some money as a singer. I think one of the first things they do is set up their website.
0: Okay, uh, in my in my day, and this is going back some years now, but I was doing gigs to pay for new equipment. You know, I was updating the equipment as I go along. Oh, I can't afford that yet. I'll do some more gigs, then I'll get that. Yep. It would have seemed uh, to me at the start like a waste of money. From my own experience, it would have seemed like a waste of money. The thing is, um, websites are very different
1: now. You you have a choice. Um, I, for many years, used One and One. Um, it's got a website builder on there. There's others. There's Wix. There is... Um, I can't think of any more off the top of my head at the minute. There's Squarespace, there's WordPress, there's a lot of so, So you have um, certain providers that have a website builder. Now, I found One and One great in the sense that it had integrated SEO. So, So basically, if you had the right content, so if you were consistent with your content, so let's say you wanted to, let's say you were a tribute act to Elton John. Just, just pulling something out of the air. If your title of your website was Tribute Artist to Elton John and the content of your website was Tribute Artist to Elton John and in your SEO um, meta tags and your description of your website, which is all easily accessible on the website builder, you just type it in. If it all matched up, eventually you would get found for that search term. Yes. Because yeah. the algorithms from Google would search the websites and they basically go, Oh, I know what this website's about. It's about being a tribute artist to Elton John. There you go. Okay, so that's with the likes of one and one and these website builders. They are very they are limited as to how you can make the website look. You are limited to their themes. If you want to go that step further, you have WordPress. Now WordPress is fantastic. In so many ways. I mean, most of the major websites online, are use, they use WordPress.
0: It's very um, versatile. Absolutely. It's open much, source. You can so pretty much do anything you want. You
1: or I, if we have the knowledge, we could create a theme for WordPress. We could create a plugin for WordPress. Now, the, only, the issue with WordPress is you do have to have um, some knowledge of website building. You have to learn to be able to use it. Yeah. Now, I thought I was pretty savvy when it came to SEO and how a website should be created and what should be included in a website. Now, I quite recently, well, this year, I switched over from one-on-one, which I'd, I'd used to very good effect. I was up on the first page of Google for the search terms I was trying to get there, which was pretty much Wedding Singer. You know, yeah. that, That's that, that's how I was getting getting the work. Um, I've now moved over to WordPress and it is more... It's more in depth. You do have to put more effort into it, but it is much, uh, much more versatile. Yes, you can do so much more with it. And and friends of mine who are in the industry were using it a lot longer. Have been using it a lot longer than me. Um, and you can quite easily find people who understand WordPress and can build the site for you. Yeah, but the way what I'm looking at is if you're giving that situation of the eighteen-year-old who's just starting out, should they have a website? Well, really, one-on-one, the most basic package, if I remember rightly, is about one
0: ninety-nine a month. Who can't afford one ninety-nine a month? That's true. No, that's present? true. I mean, you know, just going back from my own experience, um...
1: WordPress. You need a hosting package. So what you would need is is basically space on a server somewhere. Now, yeah. there's various companies that do that. Um, you know that there's difference in quality, but when you're first starting out, you know the most basic will probably be fine for you, but you can get free themes all you need is your hosting you yeah. can literally go on install WordPress onto your hosting package, and from that point onwards there are many free plugins you could create a fully functioning work uh, website that within a few days. You could say put a four-page site together, and and you could be online. So there's no excuse really. No, there's not. It's obviously you've got it's free to have a Facebook page, but the problem with Facebook now is when I first set up the pay, Facebook page, if I posted to it, anyone that liked that page um, would see that post. It doesn't happen anymore. They want you to pay, so they're suppressing the posts. So even if you like a page, you don't necessarily see all the feed. So yeah, if you If you have your Facebook page, it's free to set it up. Now, when I first got a Facebook page, if people liked that page and I posted to that page, it would show on their feed. They would see that post. But the problem is now is because Facebook's gearing more towards the adverts, on your personal profile, that feed is more likely to be seen than on your Facebook page, which is seen as a business page. And therefore they want you paying for it yeah so if you set up your website which is it's relatively cheap you can pay a lot more you can get um um custom feed uh, custom themes and they'll automatically have all the plugins associated with it um you upload that onto your wordpress and then you edit edit the text edit the pictures and away you go it's it's a quicker way of doing it but that's when you you basically have to pay for that Yes there's a benefit to it. If you're doing it on the cheap, you can use a free theme through WordPress. You can use the free plugins and you will have a fully functioning website. And I think
0: it's really important to have that. And having having done that with very little knowledge in the past, I had to teach myself how to use WordPress for a previous job. It it's not that hard and there are there is a great online community within WordPress. If you're struggling to do something, ask a question on a blog and you'll get an answer, normally within minutes. It, it, so if there is anything you're struggling with, you know, don't let your ego get in the way of what you want to do. If you're struggling, go, put your hand up, need some help here, and there is some help there. And that's just the other users of, of WordPress. Yes. It's it is. It's easier than it sounds. It seems daunting to set up it a website. It does.
1: I, I just think, I think, obviously, we, we've, we've started off with a question at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah.
0: Um, should you have a website? I think, categorically, yes, you should. Statistically, you definitely should. Go on, what are the stats? Um, so, some of the stats that I was looking at earlier, um, if you have a website compared to somebody who doesn't, you're probably going to get 30% more business than the person that doesn't. Right. That's... Now, that's, that's a huge chunk of business extra that you're getting Just for having a website that more than pays for the website, definitely that more than uh, pays for your time to update the website and put new videos or new songs, whatever it is you do. This doesn't have to be if you're an artist. You know, if you've got if you sell your artwork, for example, put it on there. Keep putting it on because thirty percent of business that pays for a lot more supplies for you to go and do a few more designs and get it up there. Absolutely, that's. you just that's such a lot how much you know what would you do to get 30% more business oh you you, you'd spend a lot of money
1: to get 30% more business you know if you were paying for advertising so if you if you just need to have that online presence and it will increase your chances of getting business you you do it Uh, I I do think it's important to have the social media but I don't think it's I I think that is an add-on to your website
0: yeah, it, it, well, it's as as I say, it, it's it's uh, Facebook is the flyer. The, the, there's a shop here that sells it. You you your Facebook, that's marketing. You said it earlier; it's marketing. The website is your shop front. Sixty three percent of consumers use websites to find and engage with businesses. There, oh, that says a lot, doesn't it? Sixty three percent. That's a huge. Uh, if you if you'd have asked me earlier, without researching this, if I'd have put it that high, I wouldn't have put it that high. I wouldn't have guessed at 63%. That's a huge margin of of the market that you could be attracting just by having a website. That's 63% more people than if you only use Facebook or Twitter. Well, there you go. It, you know these stats don't lie and the you know, that's another good thing with with a website. You can track all this. And the thing from is from day one, you didn't look for them stats on Facebook, did you? I didn't. I'd look for them on Google. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is a new one. Forty-eight percent of consumers say a website is the biggest detriment of whether they think a business is credible. So 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 if you don't have a, a, a I said this earlier. If you don't have a website, your business doesn't seem as credible as one that does. And you are a business. If you are a singer or you're an artist, you're a guitarist, a band, whoever you are, you are uh, you are a business. And you know, you I don't know how plain I don't know how
1: plainly we can say this. No, I, I think we've I think we've made the point, haven't we? Have we got any more
0: stats for this? Um let me just have a look. Social media reach is diminishing because of uh because of the advertising. Unless people have shown an interest in the kind of thing you do, you're not really you're not gonna get those new customers because Facebook want to give you ads of thing, you know, things you consume regularly. So if you've Googled Nescafe coffee, you're going to get a lot of adverts for Nescafe coffee. You're not going to get a lot of adverts for wedding singers. Exactly. It, it you know, the, the stat. There are more stats, and if you if you want, Google it just like I did. There, it's so important still to have a website. And I can understand that it might seem a bit old hat now to have a website. The, the days of having a, a shop front,
1: a physical shop front, yeah. they're coming to an end, aren't they? Unless you're, unless you're a major business, and, and actually there's a lot of major businesses struggling on the high street. now, as Google's, a wedding singer, Google's your high street. That is it. That's yeah. exactly Google's it. Your high street. Because as a wedding singer, you're not going to have a shop. You know, hi, come to the John Norcott wedding shop. <laughs> wedding singer shop, sorry. You know, co- come and look at my videos in my shop. It's not going to happen, is I it? wish we lived in that world. That, that would be very, very amusing. I, <laughs> I, I can imagine me being very lonely sat in my shop waiting for customers. Um, with a website, that is it. That is the high street now. You can be set up within days. You could, set, you could literally set up a basic website in a day. If you went and used something like the, the, the website builder on one-on-one, you could literally have your four-page
0: website done within a day. Yeah. All you need is some photographs. The arguments for not having a website are so few compared to the arguments for well, having one. The, I would say you don't have arguments for
1: not having a website. You have excuses for not having a website. Yeah. Because people say, I don't have time to set up a website. Well, it doesn't actually take very long. And... To be honest, there's websites like People Per Hour and Fiverr. You could go on there and say, hi, anyone got time to set me up a website? And you'll get a number of people yeah. re- offering to do it for for relatively cheap. Not as cheap as doing it yourself, but relatively cheap. Um, you, I don't know how to do it. Well, that's because they've not tried. Because seriously, if you went on one of these website builders, I mean, Wix or one-on-one, it is very straightforward give yourself if, a morning
0: and you'll ha- you'll have a website
1: it, the first thing it does is asks you for what is your business called what does your business do what are your contact details for the business and it implements them into the website
0: automatically so it also asks you who you'd like to attract exactly cuz it the, whoever you go with whether it's uh uh word wordpress or some of the others we've mentioned. And what we will actually do? We we'll, we'll share um
1: some of these um links on our social media. So we'll put it on our Facebook page yeah. and on our Twitter <laughs> account. You know, so you can scroll through the feed and find it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll also put them there on the um, on the website. So it's act-development.co.uk. And um, we will have a podcast section on the website where you'll be able to go and find all the links um, that we're discussing today. <laughs>
0: So let's break this down then bullet point why you need why you still need a website in 2018 well if people are looking for information they google it if
1: you are not if you don't have a website you're not being found if you just have a, a if you have your social media profiles they've got to then scroll for the information whereas your information should be easy easily organized well logically organized. You should have tabs that direct people to certain elements of your website. So let's take the wedding singer um, approach. You would need um, a homepage that people land on to find out a bit about you. Possibly an about page, but you know that can be the the one and same as the as the homepage. You want music that people can listen to you singing, videos of seeing you um, performing. You want pictures on there, and you need a contact page. Yeah, that's it. So you need, in essence, you need three pages. You need a home page, a media page where they can see your videos and music and your photographs and a contact. That's it. Yeah. But having just that gives you a presence that gives you, like you said, 30% more chance of the business than someone without it.
0: Well, that's 30% more business and 63% more of the market share. There you are. So, I mean, it's... It is important. It's 2018 and websites have been around for a long time. But the benefits of having a website are still so drastically in your favour. You know, just I can't think of a reason not to have a website. No, I can't. And do you know what? If you don't believe us, most websites, they'll give you 30 days free. Yeah. They'll give you 30 days to...
1: And to see if it works for you some people say well I don't have time to keep it up to date now that is where your social media comes in yeah. because you have the facts this is who I am this is how I started this is what I do this is the work I'm looking for this is me singing this is me you know at an event so that it shows you and gives gives them a full package and, and, and you obviously tell them what you're offering You know, this is, this is what I offer as a singer. You know, for me personally, I'm a singer, uh, a wedding host or compare depending on the event. And I can also offer a DJ service, you know, so that's my, that's my thing. I I can create a package out of them three services. And so I have four different levels that people can book me on. Now, as long as that is clear, concise, I don't put the prices on. Actually, I have got prices on it at the minute, but I didn't used to put the prices on there. And then they'd have to contact me to get them prices. You can create, you can actually embed your Twitter feed, your Instagram feed, your Facebook feed into your website. So in essence, once you've set it up, you don't really need to update it too much. No, you don't. Your factual information is there and then your opinions can be imported from your social media. Yeah. Because that, that's basically what it is, isn't it? You're adding personality through your social media, your opinions your your preferences, what you've just done that weekend. you know you've got to be careful what you say on social media you do I, I will put that out there um I have certain people on my social media, and you know I wonder if they realize. Everybody can see it. Everyone can read that and see that. And if they're having a a traumatic day, and I'm not talking about, you know, if they've had a car crash, obviously, if you share that, people want to give you sympathy. But if you're you're having a bad day, that you're in a bad mood, and the kids are not doing what you want them to, or you, you know, you just want to rant about something, guess what? No one else wants to know. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got, most people don't care the ones that do want to hear it, they want to hear it because they want you to be feeling bad because they're not nice people. <laughs> you you need to be very careful about what you're putting out there. With your website, you're not going to rant on your website. You're going to literally take the inf- important information, lay it out nicely so that people look at it and it's aesthetically pleasing. Got some great pictures on there, some information that people need. That's it. Leave it. No one's ever going to come and shoot you down for voicing your opinion on it
0: no i mean i agree if you're a singer you're an act whatever you do you're a business you're a brand and whenever i'm thinking about marketing i always think about the big the big boy the big businesses in the world coca-cola mcdonald's when coca-cola don't have a website i don't need a website it's a good point it's a drink why would a drink need a website But it drives so much business the way. There's so much interaction with fans of a drink. And you are that brand. You are your own brand. And you are in so much control of how much business you get. And how successful you are in your chosen field. A website will only help that. You're in business to make money, I'm assuming. You're not just in it for something to do. And a website, yes, it'll cost a little bit of money. But it will bring so much more in in for you. That's
1: it. I mean, I think um, so many acts will take the advice of the local DJ who seems to know it all because they've been doing, <laughs> you know, like they, they've been doing that that particular gig for x amount of years, and they they know everything about the business. They've
0: been playing in the Red Line for every, every Sunday for twenty years. Exactly. Now. <laughs>
1: You could take their advice. Yeah, I've done it for twenty-five years, and I've never needed a website. Well, that's all well and good, but do you want to be in that same place? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing gigs in pubs. Just like put, putting that out there. But if, everybody, everybody—that's a start. And everybody, you know, if you together. want to have a successful career as a performer, I would say. Evidence at the end of this
0: podcast. I mean, we have rambled on a bit, but I th- I've enjoyed it. Have you? I have. I'm trying. I'm going. I'm planning on cutting it down, though, John. To be honest, to, ju- oh, yeah. to just what I said. No, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having absolutely nothing to do with the editing. So if 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 this is the only bit you hear of my
1: voice, that would be exactly why. Um, you said hello at the start. I'll leave that in. Perfect. I, I just think um, categorically, you need a website. Yeah. It I- doesn't matter how basic it is, but you need a place to put your information about you and what you offer and and basically that's it
0: oh, yeah I, I completely agree the, uh, so this has been a pilot and kind of a tester for me and john just to see how you know this this kind of thing will run this website issue is something that really made us both a bit hot under the collar some weeks we won't agree with each other some weeks w- there will be uh, topics that where we have differing opinions um, but we both have the the goal where we, we, as I said at the start, we want you to develop your act. We want to help you do that. We want to help you make money because we're in the same business. We do a similar thing. Okay, I'm more podcasting these days, whereas it, uh, John seems to have so many different uh, jobs and careers going on at the, uh, at the moment that um, I feel a, bit, a little bit lazy. uh sat here with you but our ambition is to help you and we want to try and you know guide the way a little bit because it's an avenue we've both been down so that's the purpose of the podcast i hope you've enjoyed listening to this this first episode and please we do want you to get in touch even though we've given them a bad name we want you to get in touch on facebook and twitter Uh, And, you know, hopefully have a look at our website. Hopefully we've encouraged you to to do that. But if there's something you want us to discuss, get in touch, and we'll we'll put that in the pipeline for a future episode. Well, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it too, John. So um, from myself, Tyler, and from John, uh, we will see you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Thank you.